0: If you could share one big idea to change the future of education, what would it be? In our One Big Idea series on Future of School, the podcast, we'll hear from a diverse array of education stakeholders, from parents and educators to longtime industry leaders who will share their bold proposals to transform teaching and learning in the United States. Together, we'll amplify one another's unique perspectives, consider new solutions, and above all, Make sure every voice is included in the conversation. Welcome to another episode in our One Big Idea series. I'm so excited to welcome Dr. Karen Reese Medwed, Associate Teaching Professor and Assistant Dean at Northeastern University. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're really excited to hear about your One Big Idea that will transform education.
1: So, Here's what I have for you. And while I'm not endorsing this particular company before I even say it, let me say that I actually think that it's the name recognition which is going to move us forward. So, my one big idea is not only that we need learning hubs and after school programs, which I think in the world of educational innovation, we all understand we need. Here's what we need, Amy we need Walmart to host learning hubs and after-school programs. Now, I have to admit, this isn't entirely my personal big idea. Taylor Telford at the Washington Post back in January said in an article that one of the things that has been driving vaccination rates up is that big industries and big companies like Walmart, like Starbucks, like Costco, were hosting vaccination sites. And why were the real killers doing it? Because that's where people go all day. And I thought, oh my goodness, why do we keep opening up all of these youth centers in the middle of places where their parents don't naturally go, and then wonder why it's so hard to get the kids there, and it's so hard to keep the kids there, and it's so hard to furnish and get the Wi-Fi Why are we not doing what we did for vaccinations, solving our educational problems with a national solution that can be collaborative between the big retailers who need our kids to have a great education and our schools and our parents who need places to support these educations
0: with the resourcing that big retail can provide? Wow. I mean, it's, pragmatic, it makes logical sense, it ties into workforce readiness. It's all of those things. And when you were describing it, I was imagining the, you know, every Walmart that I've been in, both in the US and out of the country, in the front of the store, they have, they have nail salons, they have eye um, you know, vision offices. Exactly. They have photography. What if those spaces, if, I mean, if we're using this as an example, what yeah. if those spaces were refurbished to be learning hubs and learning centers? Or right next door to them,
1: right? So you have your operational capacity right there. You have the scalable modeling right there and you have some great human design. So one of those storefronts with some strong Wi-Fi service and a bunch of bean bags that you bring from the back of the store, or even outside. I mean, every Walmart has a huge parking lot, stick a big mobile unit. Now imagine also all of those kids, you know, you're mentioning that industry pathway. You've got all these high school kids working in all of these stores. They're working supermarkets, they're working at Walmarts and other places. Well, what if we all collaborated? Give them an extra 45 minutes on the clock for them to prep for their SATs, or for them to gain some practical budgeting experience, or for them to do some project management. It's all on site. You have one-stop shopping. Parents drop off their kids, do their groceries. Parents have their kids stay there while they work their shift. Teenagers do their work there. Everything's contained. The other thing I love about it is it takes the burden off the school's we're coming out of COVID and I don't know how much more we can ask of these schools to support and sustain the education of our children. There have to be partners for it. There have to be moments where the school building is quiet, where people can actually refresh and be treated as professionals and someone else steps in and picks it up.
0: And I think this is an opportunity for that as well. Well, and we all know that through their various nonprofit arms, whether it's the Walton foundation or the Walmart foundation, the family foundation that they are, they do invest heavily in education, probably one of the largest. And when you were talking about a mobile unit in the parking lot, I feel like we're selling Walmart on something that's just such a no-brainer, right? Like, you can park your RV there overnight. Why couldn't we use some dedicated space to be able to have students come and experience that community-based experiential learning? Yeah. And, you know,
1: we've been talking a lot this year because it's been so obvious about how many of our students need supports to be able to bridge the technology divide to be able to get them back into industry pathways. So think about it. You have 12 million students in our country in rural areas. You've got 14 million students in our country in urban city settings. That's 24% and then respectively 29%. That's half the children in our country who have to be able to find accessible spaces to have the resources to get this extra learning support in order to bridge those divides and bring them closer together so that our full workforce of the future is all on the same pathway towards success. We know that there are big stores. We know there are drive-up gas stations. We know there are fast food places. All of those places have a workforce pathway. They have parking lots. They have places where the parents go to anyway that are accessible. You could really create multiple hubs. You could start with some of the large companies, but inspire others and really turn this into a national accessible endeavor. And I think it has to be meet families where they're already going, where there's systems and infrastructures for success, where children can close in on their basic human needs, bridge the gaps and create an infrastructure that's accessible for all. And we have an opportunity in this crisis to resolve it without the schools having to take on added work without the budget to support
0: it. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't know how you feel. I'd love your opinion on if you think that the pandemic showed our country how much schools do, how much responsibility falls into the laps. And that's not a negative thing. It's just, it went without being you know, reaching a a tipping point of people knowing the role of schools.
1: It is absolutely true that this pandemic has evidenced the ways that our schools and their infrastructures have been set up to support our students way beyond the teaching of the ABCs or the three R's. So our teachers have gone above and beyond in every setting. The teachers who would get in their cars and drive around town dropping off printed workbooks to their students because they didn't have the digital access for them or the teachers who were teaching on camera with a classroom behind them and constantly moving around. But you know, it's more than that. You know, in 1942, when there was a global crisis, World War II, that's when we enacted milk in schools because children were undernourished and the farmers industry needed support, right? 1966, again, global crisis, And we had free lunches, again, industry needed support, kids needed nourishment. Now here we are again, global pandemic, food insecurity is high, and healthcare is high because we needed not only now to feed our students, we needed to be testing them for COVID, we needed to be vaccinating their teachers, and who stepped in but the schools again? How many schools around the country hired additional healthcare staff? to be able to monitor this global pandemic for our country. And so essentially you have a school that is also food service providers, that is also healthcare. We know the beautiful heartwarming stories, sad stories, but heartwarming stories of schools that already have on site laundromats for their homeless Mm -hmm. students and all of these other resources. This pandemic pulled back the curtain and let us all see just how critical the infrastructure of schooling is, in addition to the humans, the teachers, the principals, the superintendents and the counselors are for the everyday thriving of these kids. And that's a tremendous industry in our country that goes unrecognized often, certainly under-resourced and absolutely needs partners and
0: support if it's gonna continue to thrive. I vote yes, all of my votes, I vote yes for this one big idea. My final question for you, although I have about 15, (laughs) 300 more, which we can follow up later, is what needs to happen to bring this big idea to life? Well, you know, I look back again at how this
1: vaccination work happened, and I actually think it needs to come from big retail. Big Retail stood up and said, there's a crisis, we're here for it. 150 million people pass through their doors daily. They were ready to reach people where they were. So what we can do is put the call out and say, Big Retail, are you ready to step in as partners in education? We have lots of partners in industry, in education around this country. Schools partner with local businesses all the time, higher education partners with industry all the time, but do we have an infrastructure ready in this country for big retail to partner with school districts on a national level to make this work? If they step up and if the department of education is willing to be a partner, I feel like we could really take this national.
0: Wow. Amazing. Big idea. It has my wheels turning and such a natural connection to the workforce. So early bird gets the worm listeners for all of you executives in, in big retail or corporate America. Dr. Reese Medwood, it was wonderful to have you here. Uh, we look forward to connecting with you soon and continuing the dialogue with the, um, with the one big idea that you brought to the table today and inspired us to explore. Thank you for listening to Future of School, the podcast. What's your one big idea to transform education? Connect with us on social media or on our website, www.futureof.school to share. And if you're one of our listeners enjoying the podcast on Apple, we hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review to help more people find the show.